Uh, yeah, man. It's good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us on the show, Tim. Well, thanks for having me, man. How's your, are you hungover? You had a good show last night? Uh, not hungover, sore, getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's not as, uh, not as great as when I was in my 20s. So, But it's fun. Definitely a rocking night. It was, uh, bands were absolutely sick. Um, their sound was really cool and the crowd was really cool as well. So definitely worth it. But uh, yeah, the neck's definitely paying for it today. <laughs> worth the bang over, dude. I get that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the <laughs> knees. I have to wear two knee braces now. I don't know how old you are. You're I'm guessing your early thirties. Uh twenty nine. Twenty nine, dude. See, you're still young. You know, no, man. I feel like I'm in my thirties, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I'm 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 in my forties, dude, and and it's it doesn't get e- any easier. You know, doing the death metal thing. It's <laughs> stomping around, but hey, man. <laughs> It's just it keeps us young, keeps us young and actually. But uh, dude, it's oh, definitely man. Uh, of course, uh, you know your band Ghost Seeker. I love the name; it's fucking awesome. Thanks. You know, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it hitting the road in May, man. Now, let me correct me if I'm wrong. Initium Novium is that how you pronounce it? The, the name is that? Novum? Uh, yeah, Novum. Novum. Yeah. See, I don't English very well. But man, it's it looks like it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. This tour, you know, it, it's it's incredible. And this is your first run of shows with this band, right? Yeah, our first, uh, yeah, first instant, like interstate tour, and um, yeah, and all the other bands that are on board as well. They're all like freaking amazing. So super happy for every single show. There's not one show where it's like, oh, this is going to be weird. Like every show is just packed full of like really cool bands. So. And like, that, I don't even mind if I don't. I don't even mind if I don't play. I just want to see the other band. You're just, <laughs> just like, hey, put you put it down on stage, and then and you just sit there. Yeah, get to it. But uh, of course, you're taking Oratech, Oratech yeah. guys with you on, on on the run as well. And there's nothing like teaming up with another band and getting up to no good uh, on a tour. <laughs> how how did that come about? Teeing it up with uh, those crazy kids. Um, we got super lucky with all this because um, we got contacted by Miles and um, and the team over at Quina and they just organised the whole thing. And we're like, wow, yeah, sure, yes. Like they offered us this tour and we're like, um, yeah, let's do it. Like no questions asked. <laughs> Man. And um, yeah, we just got really lucky, I guess. <laughs> it's going to be cool. I mean, even heading up here to Brisbane, which is going to be a great show as well. You know, you're hitting all over the place. I mean, you, you've done a tour outside of this band. You've you've been on tour before, right? You've yeah. So you know, yeah, we've, you know yeah, yeah, we've all played like other, a couple of other bands that have done tour, and like like Brainy's was in Storm the Sky, and yes. he did many tours. So yeah, we've all we all know what, what we're in for, but uh, definitely can't wait for the hangover. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man, definitely. And uh, of course, the the EP Initium Novum, which is a collection of singles. Now, they're all they're all recorded at the right time, right? We're all at the same time, and just put together, yeah. or was it all separate sessions? Uh, so we all we recorded everything at the tail end of two thousand and nineteen, and so everything was rec- recorded and done. But then, uh, old mate COVID decided to yeah. do its thing, 
And we're like, do we just put the songs out without music videos or do we just wait? So we just didn't really know what we're, what we're going to do. But then um, luckily we had a lot of help from Ioni Heckenberg from Ocean Sleeper. Mm. And he just took a lot of the lead on a lot of the things there. And yeah, we managed in between those little breaks we got in between lockdowns. We're like, all right, we're going to quickly smash out a music video. Just get there, do it. And then that's why there's so many like, so many like months gap between each single because as soon as there's like a break in COVID, oh, new, new video, new video. <laughs> kind of worked out though. You know, I know some bands that have done done it that way and they've sort of stretched it out where it's just kept that content rolling and kept people interested. So do you think that that's sort of been a, a benefit in the long run? So um, it all at once? In the long run, I, I think it was. Look, at the time, it definitely didn't feel that way mm. uh, because we were, you know, I was sitting on these songs for a few years and just like, like we want to hurry up and release all these songs so we can finally start, you know, like doing things with them. And it just, I don't know, for us, it felt like it was taking a long time to get things out. Um, but I guess hindsight's a hell of a thing. And, um, but I guess it just worked out perfectly for us. Like towards the end of it, we we're just probably a bit impatient. Oh man, it's always a way. It's, it's like your baby, you know, you want it, you want it out there. Oh, exactly. You yeah. want the world to hear it all, <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't work out. That way. <laughs> I know all about it, dude. I know all about it. But, you know, have you got more on the way? I mean, during that time, did you guys, you know, do a lot more writing? You know, where, where did the band sort of progress in the background during that? Oh, uh, yeah, we did a lot, yeah, a lot a lot of writing. I mean, throughout COVID, what else do you really have to do, right? Yeah. Like other than video games and, like, essential work. Um, but, yeah, we had, yeah, lot, lots of writing done, back, going back and forth, working with Ioni a whole heap. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully by the end of the year, we might have some more things coming, but... TBC. Yeah. Is that like a little clue? Is that like something you, you know, was that a, you know, I don't know. If I, say, going if, I up too, we... if I say too much, uh, Brainy might kill me. Don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. But of course, you know, the band evolved from uh, Letters to Amara and, and Storm the Sky. How, how did it all come together initially? How did the powers combine? Uh, we so Letters to Amara kind of came to an end. Like a couple of the band members just went went off and did their own wanted to like start families and do their own thing. Um, so we're like, oh, do, do we kind of stop or do we keep going? And then we got in touch with um like our old guitarist who is now our current guitarist, and he jumped back in. And then yeah, then we got Dan on board, and then we're like, do you know what? We might as well just do a whole rebrand, new band, like new sound, kind of new sound evolve it a little bit and then it got to a point where we're like all right we need we need a male we need like a streamer and then we're like, oh we know brenny see brenny will jump on board and yeah he just yeah he kind of said yes a little too quickly a little bit sus uh but he jumped in and and then yeah then it all just kind of fell together like really quickly um so we just all gelled very well so i guess that's a massive positive it's a good combo. You guys have got a good thing going on. You know that, like musically, you've got a bit of everything in there. You know, you got the melodic yeah, we, stuff. Yeah, we wanted stuff. to. Yeah, we wanted to uh, try and so in Letters to Amara, it was very pop punky, um, very. I'm not sure. We just yeah, we just really wanted to evolve that sound and bring in a lot more of the heavies. Um, and then obviously everyone goes through phases where like you find a new band and you want to sound like this band. And then it's like, oh, suddenly, like, you know, 
loving architects. So I was like, yeah, we need screaming in this in like all our new stuff. Or it's like a loving spirit box. We need like female screaming in all these songs. <laughs> Man. Well, of of course, having the the dual vocals of both clean and heavy, you know, and, and that and that contrast between both male and female voices, you know, it opens a lot of doors creatively. You know, there's a bit more of freedom there, I guess. You know, so you know, I, I'm saying, you know, with the writing and stuff like that, you know, does the how's the band approach music in that way? Do you do you have to fight over which <laughs> which vocalist is going to lead the song, or is it you know do you you know, they're just fisticuffs in the in the car park, or or, or do you guys sort of? Uh, it's just, it's just all all through the paper rock, man. Yeah, ah, oh, yeah, that old all through the paper rock. Um, <laughs> no, we we got pretty good because like Celeste and Bruni, they really just gelled well from the start, and both kind of knew like in this genre, like obviously a lot of the choruses would be clean yep. singing, <clears throat> a lot of verses would be screams and breakdowns, Bruni. Um, so we kind of just stuck to the if it's not broke, don't fix it formula and yeah that was it just worked really well but yeah yeah we're looking at uh always looking to change things up and evolve sounds and i don't know maybe brini will sing the choruses next time i guess less screaming mate they're they're both incredible they're both (laughs) incredible vocalists you know what i mean so it's like yeah it's definitely something special you guys got going on there up up front you know and i know like as a vocalist you know you've you're gonna have all your ideas all in there and you know but having that you know it must be interesting having them both sit down and, and share the lyrical ideas and things like that do you get involved with that side of things or do you sort of let them sort of just go for it oh no i stay well away from that man that's a uh, way out of my pay grade I, uh, <laughs> yeah can't do can't do lyrics for the life of me um but it's uh i've seen seen like brainy and celeste sit down like a writing writing sessions and they'll just just when they start they just can't stop and they just bounce off bounce off and like nine times out of ten, they're always on the same page as well about like who will take what part and how certain sections should go melodically, and it just, I don't know, it just it's almost too good to be true. Like it just works so well. Have you noticed that there's been maybe a, a creative <laughs> connection between the two as the band sort of progressed over the last couple of years? Like they've locked in, you know, with with their melodies and their songwriting and stuff like that up front. Have you have you noticed? Oh. Yeah, definitely. They um, I guess being vocalists and being like the forefront of the band, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, they yeah, they definitely put like they lead like a lot of the even like our live shows, mm. like because like the big the, the faces of the live show, they're very locked into each other and what each other are doing, and like they they kind of just feed energy off each other and bounce back and forth, and that just carries over into writing, even rehearsing as well. Like we'll just be stand up. Like Corey and I would just be standing there playing guitars, but then Celeste and Brittany are like doing a full like like stage plot type thing. And they're just bouncing off each other consistently, which I think it's absolutely awesome having like two big energies as yes. well, like at the front of a show as well, because just it makes us just amps me up for a show every time. It's fantastic. How's that? <laughs> it how's means that... I get to it's just, I get to sit back and not do too much. Fantastic. <laughs> how does that inspire you creatively though? You know, as a, a as a riff master, like you know, like does it give you ideas? Um, it's more so like with the energies, like in the room, like you know, like you're stuck in a room for like if you've been in a room for like ten hours, and it's just a slog of a writing session, and it's getting to a point where it's like you're not really bearing much fruit from these riffs that you're writing, 
but then like you know we'll change things up and we'll start doing lyrics and it's like oh okay yeah that would be a really cool section and then like we'll just feed off that and that actually helps a lot too and what's really good is um Ioni everything we've done we've worked with him yeah and he he's just the same as well he's an absolute energy in in himself too like he just he's an absolute vibe actually he just smashes through everything and helps out so much like he's just the most creative wizard I've ever met in my life that's awesome that's awesome. And, uh, of course, this week you're playing uh, the Knotfest kickoff party on Thursday yep. with uh, our boys Primitive. You know, man, hey, shout out to those guys. Gotta be sick. Tim and those, yeah, man. those guys Those guys are mad. Best dudes. They are. Uh, and, and you got DJ from uh, Knock Loose and Void of Vision. Man, Void of, what was that? Let me rewind that one. Void of Vision. What was that? Void of Vision. Like, it's, a, it's a Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, no, that'll be a ton of fun. Are, are, you know, you're going to uh, the festival. Is this a bit of a warm-up for you yourself? I didn't get tickets to the festival myself. So, um, But the rest, the rest of the band did. I was just a little bit late on the train. And uh, obviously I have a couple other prior things going on at the same time. But, um, but yeah, so we were super excited still to play because, I mean, just to be a part of Knotfest in itself is absolutely incredible. And plus, I mean, Void of Vision DJ set. How could you go wrong? Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Man, I wish I could be there. Have you done well, much? We're lucky the- enough. We've got, um, we've got Spirit Box tickets instead. So that's ah. going to be absolutely amazing. Spirit Box, make them suffer. It's going to be absolutely incredible. That will so. be. No, 100%. Because that's sold out. Yeah. As well. Everything sold out. <laughs> it's, man, it's, it's crazy. They've just done such a good job on this festival. It's so good. No, it, they really, really have. You know, but uh, man, at least you're going to go see Spirit Box. That's going to be incredible. Uh, yeah, it's one I, I just I couldn't miss. The, uh, yeah, definitely favorite band of the last few years. So uh, can't miss that. Mate, mate, that's awesome. So have you done a lot with Primitive in the past? Have you played a lot with those dudes down that way? Uh, I, don't, I don't think we have. Um, to be honest, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. Yeah. Um, so I'm horrible, horrible remembering past gigs, other bands we've played with. I'm absolutely awful. Um, I, I don't think we've played with Primitive before. Wow. Okay. Uh, That's cool. So, uh, yeah, definitely going to be a good experience. Yeah, they're good dudes. I love that band. I missed them when they were up here. So I'm hopefully I'll uh, get a chance to see them. And uh, of course, you guys as well when you come up. It's going to be really cool. But, uh, you know, uh, what's What's the scene like down that way in terms of heavy music and the way where it's coming out at the moment? What are you noticing? Oh, I think it's I think it's absolutely awesome. There's a lot of the Melbourne scene's really cool because like there's a lot of like tight knit groups that will go to like shows on the frequent and there's like a good community for like support, especially for younger bands as well. And like every every week there's always another good show on. Like there's always a gig every single weekend and whether it's a smaller band or a bigger band, it's just always a good freaking show. So it's, I don't know, I guess we got really lucky to be in Melbourne because, uh, yeah, we've got, got a lot of good venues and got a lot, a lot of good local bands as well. They're all just very fun, very fun scene to be in. Seems like there's something happening at the moment in the heavy music scene, especially in Australia, which is excellent. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it, so many bands are just breaking out at the moment. And releasing like really good stuff as well. And it's, I know it's good because all Australian. So yeah. it just makes us all look good. That's right. And internationally as well. You know what I mean? Like that's something that's, I speak to a lot of bands 
you know, from overseas. And they're, they're always talking about like Aussie bands that are crushing it at the moment. You know, like you got Boy Division, Alpha Wolf and, and, and all those guys. Have you got plans to head over the pond and, and take your tunes into the big wide world? Is that on the cards? One day. Yeah, it is on the cards. Um, yeah, in the next X amount of time, we're, we're looking at definitely looking at going going overseas and trying to play a lot of places like Europe, um, even the States as well. I think that'd be incredible, incredible tour run if we did that as well. But uh, yeah, got a little, probably a little bit of work to go before we get there, but uh, it'd be an absolute dream come true. Oh man, Japan. Yeah, man, I reckon Japan are just absolutely frothy, you guys. I reckon it'd be sick to play in Japan. Actually, it'd be really cool. I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of like Australian bands and like American bands as well, like in playing in Japan, and their crowd crazy. Yep, oh, they got like, the absolute mosh lords. They go so so crazy; it's ridiculous. Man, I'd love to do it. It's on my it's on my wish list. It's on my dream. Very tied high in my dream as well. But uh, man, so. Uh, of course, uh, are you involved in any other projects outside of the band? Have you got any other bands that you to sort of spread yourself creatively or, or anything? Uh, not at the moment. I'm a, yeah, I've, I don't know, I just don't have a lot of time I've had like between like the band and then being a new dad and all oh, that I kind did. of stuff. I'm just, uh, yeah, it's a uh, very, I don't know. Yeah, no, not enough time. So uh, I'm happy just with one band. Dad life, bro. Okay, so how, how old? Tell us, tell us the goss. Congratulations, by the way. How Thank old? You so much. Uh, six weeks. Dude, fresh. Brand new. Number one. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah, awesome. That's that's amazing. She's absolutely incredible. Man, it's the best thing. I, I'm a grandpa, believe it or not. Now oh, that's no lie. I'm legit a grandpa. I've got older kids and, and younger kids. So I've been there. I know all about it, man. But how, you know, how have you found that that sort of inspired you creatively with the band as well? Because I know, like, with my kids, you know, it gave me a sort of new outlook and and new creative angle. And a lot of other bands I've I've spoken to have sort of drawn from that as well in their experiences of of being a parent. Like, I don't know if you're a Devon Townsend fan, but I did notice with Devon Townsend, you know, when he became a dad his whole musical direction sort of changed, you know, have you found that you've, you've experienced anything like that yourself? It definitely gives a, a lot of new perspective hmm. in like in, in life because suddenly like your life's turned upside down and you've got no idea what you're doing. And what's uh some, some days are incredible. Some days are stupidly stressful. Yep. Some days it's just poo. <laughs> it's- and it's, it's just so much poo. Um, and it's um it does give you a brand new kind of perspective and in a weird no sleep kind of way a new energy mm. like you're up at four o'clock in the morning and the baby's just going to sleep and well suddenly you think of a riff as well like, oh, maybe i do write good at this time of night it's fantastic <laughs> uh but yeah it's definitely been cool and it's very um yeah it's just a new perspective and it's just new light as well and new feeling and lots of no sleep yes i know that one (laughs) (laughs) it does come back eventually but um man just keep that (laughs) it gets a handy (laughs) the riffs coming when when you're in that that uh that other dimension 
that, that delirious state. Yeah, like, man. What, yeah. Year, what year is this? Oh, no, you don't even know anymore. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, uh, being a new dad, you, you know, you've had to hit, hit the road. Uh, what else are you guys well, – what can you tell me? I guess the question is without – you know, in trouble. Uh, what else can you can you tell me? What the the rest of the year looks like for you? Um, just just at the moment, we're just focusing on like this tour. Because um, mm. that first tour, we just want to hit it off with a bang, um, write and record a whole heap of new stuff, and then yeah, just see where the year takes us. It's exciting, dude. It's exciting. Well, yeah, it's uh... super. It's super exciting. It's going to be a very fun, very fun time, very fun experience, and. Um, yeah, hopefully we get to tour a lot more. Hey, I think it'd be cool just to get into state so much more often. Play the Gold Coast. I think I got something that, yeah, right. Like Gold Coast, Adelaide. Like, hell, I'll play Darwin if I got the chance to. Hey, that'd be, <laughs> you know what, man? That'd be that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty damn cool. But uh, man, in the meantime, though, we'll have all the links down here to the tour. Thanks so much for hanging out and and congratulations. Thanks for having me, man. That's all right. I've had a good time. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, yeah. See, we're on the waters. 